Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Real Lives with Adam Fun. I'm breaking the mold slightly this week. This is actually an extract from an interview I did a few weeks ago for my friend Nat Scholar. Nat is also a podcast host. He's a writer and a tech industry analyst. His most recent series is called Positive Personal Power. In this series, he and Michael Tobin interview public figures about overcoming their own obstacles. In the description, I'll include a link to Nat's website where you can also find his other podcasts. So back to this episode, Uh, this actually started off with Nat asking my opinion on the future of hospitality, which is the industry that I'm most involved in. But we ended up having a really good conversation and he suggested that I actually put it on my own podcast. A bit further on, I mentioned a man called Gary Vaynerchuk, and unfortunately I didn't get a chance to speak about him a little more, and I just wanted to reiterate, in the recording it sounds like, it sounds like I'm not a fan, but this couldn't be more wrong. Uh, I've got a lot of respect for the man. Uh, if you haven't heard of him, Gary Vaynerchuk is an entrepreneur who's very prominent on social media. He is always talking about the power of kindness, compassion, humility, and hard work. What I've personally found is if you watch his videos every day and if you listen to his videos every day, it does become a little bit repetitive because he posts so much across so many platforms. And that's probably the image that you're getting across a bit later on when I say I take his message with a pinch of salt. But I couldn't actually recommend him more for those looking to get into business and just someone looking for a bit of a boost and a bit of a kick up the arse for motivation in general. By all means, check him out. And I will include a link to him as well, just in case you're interested. But thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoy. like you say is is cash is king right like that's what you were saying to me earlier i think so yeah i think like i said if there was anyone sitting on the cash right now who was ready to start up a business a restaurant six to eight months time will be the optimum time for them to do it i, I think so anyway because like i said you're going to have a number of restaurants both independent and the large chains even the strongest of the large chains are going to end up losing a handful of restaurants there's no way around it and suddenly yeah. there's going to be that vacuum on the high street and that's going to need to be filled so if like i said someone's sitting on cash that'd be perfect time for them. perfect yeah right do you do you think though that that the that, that people are just going to use this as an excuse to go out of business anyway because rents are too high 
because that's like the biggest thing like, like oh, you know as well awful. as i do yeah. right yeah i mean you've looked into all these things yeah you've got a lot of experience in uh, in this area so that's that's the, the the biggest the biggest challenge for any restaurant is rent that is probably the num- the number one challenge will be rent and then followed by labor cost yeah you know it's i i myself and almost every other restaurant manager i know has got very strong opinions on, on landlords mm-hmm. <laughs> and you you're looking at these premises obviously i i admit i don't know much about real estate but the way these rents keep shooting up shooting up shooting up uh let's take there's a premises in Inchester where we are mm-hmm. the other side of yeah. town yeah it used to have a pub in it and the landlord tried raising the rent so much that they turned around and said fine no nope, we're not renewing the lease and the pub steps away right that was over two years ago mm-hmm. and the property is still empty yeah, but that's that's but, but that's that's been going on for years though. That's like a that's like um a property thing. That's like mm. they they actually did that because they want to get into property and sell the property. I mean, that's but the whole it is, into houses mm. and stuff. It's an on they do it on it's, purpose. In this one cases. isn't to be converted. This is in the middle of a retail park. That oh, won't really? be converted into houses. Wow. This particular property, the rent hasn't dropped. It's I know the one. Same. I know the one. You know what I'm talking about, about now, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. And so it's been empty. And one thing I can't seem to understand is if the landlord were to just lower the rent slightly, you're at least going to have someone filling that gap and paying it. It's empty money. Yeah, well, it's a big, big, big premises, the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But I I think for me, I can see multiple restaurants working out of that particular premise. I mean, it's such a big, it's such a big place. I think, I think that's, that's, that's quite an interesting, interesting one. Yeah. Because you can, you you know, perhaps you can reduce the size of the restaurant area and have like augmented reality and like stuff like that. I did an interview the other day with, um, uh, with a a retail expert. Yeah. On like, um, shop retail. Yeah. Like, clothes and you know these kind of things and she's basically saying that um actually augmented reality uh is 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 really going to be coming coming ahead quite quickly because then you can stand in front of a screen if you're shopping you can you can uh look at what you're going to look like you know you can you can analyze uh data around your skin color perhaps and and you know you can get your lippy adam you can get some lipstick based upon your, your skin color right not that you wear lipstick well that kind of brings a whole new future to the department store doesn't it yeah or the restaurant. Is gonna look yeah, like. but, but also or, or the restaurant right because it, it, it opens up the conversation of well is a restaurant a restaurant anymore i mean i, I went to a farm shop i used to travel around the uk uh and go and sell booze for my family wine business right and I used to, and we got this book and it was all about uh, design of restaurants and uh, farm shops and delis. So it was a deli book, but it had the creme de la creme. And it was really interesting because you would, you, it's a bit like the Carluccio style where you would walk into a shop. Is it a shop or is it a restaurant? Is it's it a, a deli counter? Mm-hmm. Inside, yeah. So, so, so then the whole definition of, of a restaurant business changes. Yeah. Well, that's one thing that Carlo shows does have a slight edge is that you've they've still got their deli shop online. You can still buy stuff from their deli online. Right. Well, that's good. I mean, if they go out of business, they just have to. I don't know how that will work with the receiver and whatever. But you know, that's another another conversation. Yeah. 
um, you know, they might have to just start up again in, uh, on another name and then reduce all the rents. I mean, this is going to be a great time for people that want to negotiate the rent. Uh, they're just going to go out of business or they're going to say to the landlord, well, we're going to either go out of business or you're going to drop the rent. It's up to you, your choice. And unfortunately, the people who invested in those businesses, uh, the property businesses, are the ones that are going to lose money. They're the ones because it's an oversubscribed um business yeah i mean you know, yeah whatever happens there's going to be a knock-on effect somewhere if it yeah. doesn't end with hospitality then it will end with the real estate and like i said it won't end with the real estate it will then end with the investment firms who are investing in that real estate whichever industry manages to survive or have the least amount of damage it will actually affect the next one over yeah yeah, it's um, it's gonna be it's gonna be. I think a lot of opportunity out there, like you say, like cash is cash is cash is gonna be king. Yeah, uh, cash is king for this sort of thing. Um, but also, I think there will be a lot, probably a lot more sort of um, maybe maybe more delivery businesses um with 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 the way that this is working i mean i was talking to so more secure delivery businesses so for example you know businesses that take the next steps in hygiene like you know you don't go to deliveroo and say well did you clean your box out last week mate did you did you did you spray that and 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 wash it out after you know perhaps putting a, a, a another box in there or something yeah so well, the whole as- hygiene sector it's going to go up a notch, I think. And also the hygiene of, of deliveries, yeah? The hygiene of cooking, you know. thing is, what, you, uh, what you'll have is, as someone who's worked with delivery in a previous restaurant, they're, 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 they're good, you know? Yeah. They, they will train their riders to use sanitizer properly and, like, say, keep up hygiene and whatnot. But once... What you what you do also have to remember is once the uh, especially with a platform like Deliver or Uber Eats, once the food has left my restaurant, it's actually Deliver's responsibility, and that, that causes a lot of issues when it comes to things like customers getting their food cold or it's been tipped upside down in the bag or whatever. Unfortunately, the customer pays Deliveroo. Delivery then pay us by by third party, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's delivery's responsibility at the end of the day to make sure that our hygienic food we've cooked stays hygienic on the way to the customer. Right. So, but a, a large company like Delivery, they're going to get it right, you know. Yeah. And companies who aren't on Delivery are wasting the opportunity to make more money at the end of the day, especially now. There is know? that, but I was talking to someone about that the other day, and actually, um, being furloughed is actually better for that business in many cases because actually they're not going to get enough money from the deliveries that they would be filling up the restaurant uh, cash wise it's not making up the shortfall i think that's what that's what oh yeah absolutely there is the um there is that balance you know if you're only going to be making a hundred pounds a week if you're not even going to be setting off the wages that's different yeah don't get me wrong yeah but in terms of uh table turnover while delivery do take their commission uh it's a much higher sort of like gp on delivery products because in the time say i have a five table restaurant in the time it takes those five tables to eat their meals and turn over 
mm-hmm. I could cook three table turnovers worth of food and send them off for delivery. Right. So it does balance itself out. But like I say, okay, only yeah. if there's the demand, only if there's the demand for that delivery, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously businesses are going to go out of business, but do you think there's going to be any specific kind of set, like types of food that are going to be, that are going to be more popular in this new kind of move in the future or not? I don't think the current climate is going to actually change the effects of food trends. Food trends will always come and go as it is. It's just down to almost fashion or who's been the most innovative at the time. Okay. That being said, you're always going to have a burger restaurant in every town. Burger restaurants will never go away. And in fact, yeah. the market is overly saturated with burger restaurants as it is. Mm-hmm. But you know, they'll never go away. They're always going to stay. Okay. Okay. So, so there's going to be more takeaways. Yeah, clearly, because otherwise they're not going to be able to, 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 to fulfill uh, the cash, uh, cash flows that they need. Yeah. Right. So we know that. So there's going to be more perhaps uh, ale and cider on, on draft, uh, draft wine as well, which will be served to you in your own bottle perhaps. Yeah. As an example, right. Um, or, a, or a cheap uh, plastic, bottle that you can you can buy yeah back when you'd used to go down to your local brewery and give them a little yeah milk bowl you know if i could find it i've actually got a plan i was i was thinking about going into that years ago i I actually was rent was was uh, working on a vineyard when i was 20 used to do that and um so from where i from from the people i've been speaking to i've been speaking to speaking to Mike Tobin the other day, um, Mike Tobin OBE. And he was saying, you know, his wife's doing a lot of interviews with, uh, with celebrity chefs. Yeah. Such, you know, Michelin star chefs in, in, in London. Yeah. And, um, they're, they're moving into sort of, uh, take home, uh, deliveries and these kind of things. I mean, from, from, from a marketing point of view, I, I personally think that it's going to strengthen the relationships with everyone's customers because it's like, okay, so, so you were a, you were a person who came to eat in my restaurant. Yeah. Okay. So if I built that relationship effectively with you in the, in along the time when you, when you spent time in my restaurant, right. Then I can say to you, well, look, you know, you love my food then. And then my relationship with you is it's like, okay, so Adam this week, this month we're not opening because the risk is too high but we can do some deliveries and these are off 10 hygiene things and this is our delivery service and this is why we use them right so 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 i think it, from where i'm sitting it's going to become a lot more of a flexible approach to consuming uh food that's that's my my opinion absolutely yeah but going on what you said about sort of building that relationship with with the customer I, I, we'd have plenty of uh, the last restaurant I worked at where we did have delivery. You'd see the name pop up and you'd see their order, and you knew it was the same person every Friday getting that identical order. Mm-hmm. But anyone who's worked in customer service will know that the best way to build that relationship is face to face. And the whole reason you get regular customers is service. If you yeah. put out a great, you know, you get an amazing dish put in front of you. If your waiter is standoffish, if the management don't care about you, if the chefs look unhappy, you know, you're not really going to go back. But if you've got that customer service, that's what brings your customers back time and time again. Yeah. So it's a tricky one about 
maintaining the customers. That's going to be a tricky one, I think. But like I say, it's it's all very this is all hearsay, all speculation. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, we can only hope for the best. And the one thing that actually worries me more than anything, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about restaurants that can go out of business. And yeah, if anyone has been sitting on cash and they can go in and fill that void, that's fantastic. Yeah. But we've also got to remember all the employees who are going to be suffering. Yeah. And when, when, if businesses are going out of business and shutting down, mm-hmm. you know, my heart goes out to those who are going to end up jobless because it's, it's difficult. Yeah. I was, I was actually having a conversation yeah. with an old colleague of mine mm-hmm. uh, about two weeks ago. Yeah. And she said to me, if everything goes south for my company, she was like, would you hire me? I said, yeah, I'd hire you in an instant. But I don't know if I'll have it in my budget. And then I said, look, and that's if everything <laughs> survives with where I'm at. Because we've been in, in this job for so long, the two of us. Yeah. Whatever we would go into, we'd have to start from scratch. Yeah. And that's a terrifying thought, you know. Well, you know, you've got some other skills. Yeah. I'm quite excited I about I, your I, new your new podcast show that you're launching. I think that that's yeah. brilliant. Uh I think uh, you know, I know you haven't quite talked about it yet, but you're you're just about to release your first episode. Um yeah, tomorrow, so, tomorrow morning. Yeah. So um that's that's pretty cool. Have you decided on the name? Yes. Yes, I have. You're hundred percent sure? Hundred percent sure because I the, have the logo the, made up. Okay, so what's the name? <laughs> Uh, real lives real lives okay. real lives super. without Hong Kong. super so, well that's brilliant yeah we are uh, like i said i had uh had the logo made up and sent over to me uh so just finish editing the first episode later this evening launches tomorrow and i've got two more recordings lined up over the next week or so that's super so you know there is hope right like that's the thing yeah it's like you know I, I I really believe that the best things have been created when people have had their back against the wall and they've just never given up, right? And 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 you know, like I've been unemployed myself years ago. I I, I remember getting a ticket at the at the job center. I actually rode my motorcycle. I had this um, Triumph nine fifty cc motorcycle. Nice. Yeah, a Triumph. It was a T five nine five Daytona in red. Yeah, if you know what that is, and and. It was fast. I had a really nice loud exhaust and stuff. It was it was good. That's why I'm deaf now, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I rode this motorcycle and I, I was living on like 40 pounds a week or something. Yeah. And I rode this, I think it was back then, if you were if you were unemployed, you got 35 pounds 70 a, a week. Right? right. That's what you got. It was called unemployment benefit back then. Now it's like so, oh no, JSA, job seekers allowance, it was called back then, yeah. I've changed the name of it now, but, but basically I rode this motorcycle to Guildford. I never forget. And it was a beautiful road. Like this road was just sweet. It's like my favorite road, right? Like, no, seriously. Yeah. If you're into riding, yeah, this road was just crazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I ended up, um, I ended up basically um, parking right next to uh, a wall on the pavement. Right. And the pavement was six feet wide, okay? And I parked the bike right next to the wall and I came out and this guy had basically given me a ticket and I saw him walking off. And I was like, to me, 
that was like more than a week's worth of money that I had to live on. Yeah. So like, I appreciate, like, I really appreciate what it's like to like, you know, have a loaf of bread and, 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 and end up with two slices and go, well, I've got a can of beans and an egg. And like, I really didn't know, you know, at times when, when, when my next bit of money was coming. Yeah. So like, I know what that feels like. Yeah. And, and the issue is now is that people don't know when they're going to get to the end of it. Like that's the, that's the biggest worry for people. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, um, you know, in, in tough climates and like I said, when people have got their backs up against the wall, that's when you're going to see what they're really like. And I've had it myself. I've sometimes through my own fault, sometimes through no fault of mine, I've ended up in really tough situations. Yeah. Uh, I was on, you know, we used to be called job seekers, it's universal credit now. We yeah. Can talk about universal credit. Another yeah. Day. But how lucky are we though? I mean, like in, 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 in a lot of countries, they have nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like oh we, yeah. Like we're, we're getting every, like the government is really pulling out all the stops. Yeah. Like I, I'm not, I'm, this isn't a political conversation. Yeah. But like, we're really lucky to be in the UK. We've got the NHS, we've got, you know, this is amazing. Like the stuff that, that, that people are doing, but the, the, the restaurant industry, it, it worries me. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I think that it's going to, it's going to make it better. Like I, I think that the ones that are rubbish, like I, I had a, I had a meal with my dad in, in Chichester in a, in a place near Carluccio's. You probably know the place that I'm talking about right near there. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a meal there with my dad. Right. And do you know what? Right. I, I could not believe how bad the meat was. It was terrible. Really? And the service was, 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 was terrible. The meat was terrible. Um, and they were apologetic and whatever, but like, come on, guys, you've got to get the product right. Everything's about the product, isn't it? You know? Yeah, it starts off, that's, well, it come, kind of comes, like, say, hand in hand, product and the way it's delivered to you at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it could be a case of the week getting cut out. But then yeah. you also look at there are some phenomenal independent businesses who because they're an independent, they don't have tanks of cash sitting by, they're going to suffer as well. Yeah. So it's a shame, but we'll see what happens at the end of the day. Like say, stay positive, stay motivated and with a healthy portion of luck in there as well. And yeah. you'll find your way through eventually. Yeah. And try and just try and like learn some new skills, like hone some skills that you're interested in. I mean, or f- research some topics that you, that you like the idea of, you know, if you're interested in marketing, re- get into marketing, learn about marketing, anything you're interested in can become a career, right? Like you just need that childhood childish kind of mentality that you want to discover things yeah like you like you know i've got a buddy and he makes 3d printed stuff you i think you met eric didn't you did you meet eric yes i've met him once oh cool cool so he made me this he made me like this little boat 3d printed boat (laughs) Yeah? yeah right and that's his childish mentality that 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 is that he just and he wants to learn everything like like he gave me this 3d hand with a middle finger that i fell off i dropped it and it broke right however but like that's the kind of mentality to have like finding something that you just it's like oh i like the sound of that well if you like the sound of it you you get out on youtube you go type it in and you go look for what you want to learn about and what happens you learn about it 
And then that turns into something else. It morphs into something else. That's all I've done with, with podcasts. You know who you remind me of? Really? And we... I don't want to hear it, do I? <laughs> <laughs> we've discussed this man before and we have differing opinions on him. You sound like Gary Vaynerchuk right now. Uh, yeah, well, you see, I was from the, I was in the wine industry, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, you know, it is what it you know, is. Like I say, right? I, I think the man's brilliant. I, take, I do take a huge portion of what he says with a pinch of salt. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he does tend to over-optimize things. Yeah, say, he's okay. But don't forget, he has a whole massive, massive team that take this video, they cut it up, and they... You oh, know, not just that. I'm just talking yeah. about the, the message he puts across is saying with positivity, empathy, and compassion, yeah, and a bit of determination, you will be the most successful person in the world, which isn't true. We know that. Yeah, but do. those are good factors to have. Yeah, But that 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 drive and that, hunger for knowledge it is exactly the kind of thing that he does talk about what you're yeah. saying yeah go and read it up like the internet is just the most amazing resource around oh yeah you know oh yeah um a few years ago i got it into my head that i wanted to make jewelry mm -hmm. i literally I, I saw this really nice ring uh, like a skull ring and i thought how on earth how are those yeah. even made a few youtube videos later and i was making jewelry like silversmithing and I, I taught it myself just by using youtube it was fantastic it was a great little hobby you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. For the next couple of years my sister my sister's birthday presents were sorted <laughs> oh that's cool but it's you know that kind of thing yeah teach yourself it. you know if you're interested in it, teach yourself it, it might become a job it might become a short-lived hobby enjoy it while, while it's there yeah, yeah, I agree completely, you know, and it's and also it's going to get your mind off of what on earth's going on, because that's the biggest problem is, is if you're if you're immersed in a problem and you and you all you can see is that problem, you're going to you're going to basically just be so stressed that it's going to cause you all sorts of grief. Right. And that's that's awful. Yeah, that's absolutely awful. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, then, and again, I, I've been there before. I think one thing that Bless her, it was actually my sister who said it to me when I was living on her couch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think we're going back about three years ago now. Mm -hmm. And I found myself without a job and without a home. Yeah. And she said to me, she was like, you always end up on your feet. She was like, I don't know how you do it, but you always bounce back. Yeah. And so long story short, I'd, I was living in London with my then girlfriend, mm -hmm. working in a bar up there. And we broke up. So I moved back down here to be with my family. But then I didn't have a job or a house. So I was sofa serving for about just shy of two months. Mm -hmm. And I got a job working in being q uh, It's okay. It it's a job, right? Exactly. It wasn't what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But I worked in that warehouse, night shifts, nine-hour manual labor shifts yeah. for about nine months until I found the right job for me. And I moved back into hospitality management. Yeah, yeah. But the fact is that I put my nose to the grindstone and I worked my arse off making sure I was keeping this job that I desperately needed. Yeah. Found myself this dingy little bed sit mm -hmm. <laughs> in the dodgy end of Bognor Aegis. Yeah. And worked my way back up from there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the future is bright when you take all these, when you take all this determination and persistence and you, and you take all these things that you've learned in your career. And then one day you wake up and go, you go, wow, like I can do that. Like it, it's, it's, it's actually really cool. Yeah. And 
you know, your podcast is going to grow quite quickly because um, I'm going to, you know, help you as best I can with that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, th- I think things that things are going to be good, really. I really do. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe maybe we'll that new restaurant you're going to have is, is going to come to come together. You don't know. Yeah. Because you never know, do you? the opportunities are everywhere. I'm I'm super I'm I'm really positive about it. I actually think if you're willing to do the work, I mean, uh, I actually I actually listened to um, a sermon. I went I went to uh, visit a friend of mine in in Hollywood when I was staying with my sister, and we went we went to see Shane Norman. I just released his podcast a couple of days ago. He he actually works for um, Wayfarer Entertainment, so he's like executive vice president of Wayfarer Entertainment and general manager. Yeah, so he he's a, he's also a preacher yeah in this african-american okay. church yeah and it was just amazing it was incredible yeah never been to an african-american church like with gospel music and stuff and and i turn up there and i told him i was coming and he, he basically saved me a seat yeah uh with my sister a couple of seats right at the front yeah and you got 20 to 25 gospel singers uh with mute with instruments on stage yeah um and and he delivered a sermon right in the second week because i went two weeks in a row and it blew my mind to pieces yeah and i imagine the energy is insane it was insane <laughs> like you got yeah. you know 400 people yeah uh dancing or 300 people dancing and singing gospel music you cannot sit in your seat you're not going <laughs> to sit in your seat it was insane yeah and the message that he delivered right was do the work yeah that was it it was just it was basically like okay so you sit on your ass right and you and you you ask god please god give me give me this and then there's all this stuff over there but you don't do the work so you're not going to get it right and that's basically what this sermon was yeah um and 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 like i was talking to a lady earlier today and she and she talked about it and i said that's really funny because of this sermon that i heard up there and it's like just do the work right and that's that's all i'm doing that's all you're doing and that's why we're going to end up in a better place than we were before because we work hard yeah and we try to help people and that's it right like it's 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 no it's not more difficult than that is it really no like say it's and again it is that case of put in the effort have that compassion and that humility yeah And again, as with anything, there is a certain amount of luck to an extent. Yeah, but you see, you You say luck. You say luck. Now, the reason I'm saying it is because I'm thinking, I'm just thinking about hospitality. I'm thinking about restaurants. Mm -hmm. Because when when you said, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, and that's it, it'll be interesting. And I, I said it earlier. Yeah. There's that sick fascination to see what's going to happen next good or bad is definitely going to be interesting do you know what i mean you sound like you're going to go to the texas chainsaw massacre or something (laughs) you actually look quite excited about that but i but it's i know i'm watching the industry that i love yeah and i'm watching it struggle and i I say that with like every ounce of emotion involved in it Mm -hmm. it is going to be interesting to see what happens next yeah but look at look at the industry and look at business yeah and 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 think well actually it's about service yeah and it's a service based industry right and 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 all right there are going to be businesses that can't wait until you know to to 
to to to come out of this yeah and they can't pull themselves through right because they don't have the cash yeah but then the ones that are going to succeed the quickest are the ones with the databases and the ones that provide the best service and the best product right mm. And it's hard to have that with a good price, which is such a shame about Carluccio's because their breakfasts, I mean, we've eaten in there many, many times. <laughs> so their, many times, yeah. Their breakfasts are incredible, buddy. Like, it's just, you know, it, it, it's it's like what a winning product, yeah? So if you could take some of Carluccio's breakfasts, yeah, and you could combine that with something else, right, and you could do home delivery, You'd be winning, yeah. But then people can cook breakfast on their own at home. So then what do you do? You 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 like, okay, so they can cook eggs at home. All right, they got eggs. So some people are gonna have eggs. So it's like which bits of that dish can you sell? Well, it's funny you say eggs. The amount of people who can't cook an egg cook an egg properly. <laughs> they just can't do it properly. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that as a very biased doing what I do, but it's funny you say eggs because some of the best breakfast dishes you find will be eggs benedict, you know, a poached egg. Like you'll be surprised how many people in this world cannot poach. I can't properly. cook a poached egg. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I won't even attempt it because I can't, I can't do one yet, you know? And I, I usually tend to, if I meet someone new, if it's for breakfast, I'll have an egg-based dish. I'll have scrambled egg, omelette, or poached eggs, mm-hmm. because that's how you can kind of tell the quality of a, of a chef is, right in that sense. And if it's for for dinner or a lunch or something, I'll have a burger, because it's something very basic. Anyone can go and cook a burger at home. They can grab some minced meat and some breadcrumbs and some eggs, salt and pepper, and just mash it, put it in the oven. Mm-hmm. But it takes someone who knows what they're doing to make that into something amazing that someone will pay a large amount of money for. I'm really hungry now. So what, <laughs> what do you, so what do you think about these like big national chains and stuff like that? Do you, do you like Weatherspoons, the big pub chain and, and, and like these sort of um, those kind of chains, do you think Weatherspoons is going to fold or do you think um, he's going to pull it together? What what do you think about that? Very strong opinions about Weatherspoon. I used to work for Weatherspoon. So that's I actually how do. I got into the into the industry. I okay. started off as a bartender. Mm-hmm. Worked well as a manager and moved sort All of right. more into restaurants. All right. I think even the largest places like Weatherspoons are going to take a hit. They're going to end up losing a number of branches. It's going to happen. Okay. But I are think they're going to fold. No, I don't think so. Okay. I think what you'll find is the companies that will struggle the most mm-hmm. will be the ones that are the small independents who don't have the money to support themselves. Yeah. Or the large chains who have so many mm-hmm. uh, sites that they don't have the money to spread about to those sites. Okay. Weatherspoons probably being the exception. The amount of time every town has a Weatherspoons in it for the sole yeah. reason they do it right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He knows what they, he's doing. And, and with the app ordering as well, like that's going to take yeah. off. Right. So you, you, you know, and they're very big as well, aren't they? Those, those pubs. So people are going to feel quite easy about like getting table service. Like, you, you know, they spread the tables out and then I do it there now. And that's the I worst do. part. It's so I easy, know. right? Yeah. 
how bad it is, how hard it is for the workers yeah. who get app orders in. Yeah. Because it's doubling the workload. It's doubling the money that comes in, but it's doubling the workload because people are managing to skip the queue to order. Yep. And I feel terrible doing it, but there are some times when queue at the bar is so big, oh, I'll just order from there. It's so much I faster to order. It's, it. I don't. I feel amazing. Like you get it delivered <laughs> like that, right? Like what am I going to queue for if I can order on an app? Yeah, and I can pay on an app. What do I care? Like if I bust the queue, that's the whole point. But if you're if you're basically like incapable of ordering on an app on your phone, yeah, then sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna eat my food first. <laughs> there is that. That is kind of the future. We're seeing it uh, in terms of app ordering, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, at the same time, there's this is why pubs will prevail in, in the long run is, is that interaction with the bartender, you know? It's always going to be there. It is. And Not necessarily the- in the Weatherspoons, I'll give you that. <laughs> it, it, yeah it is and we you know uh, I, I think i think you're right there but i do but i do think that um these sorts of things are, are going to become uh, more widely used most definitely and certainly take home i mean weatherspoons should be doing take home uh, i mean that that will be something they move into i can see these you things can already at weatherspoons take beer away and they, yeah. they do these little craft beer packages you can take away there we go um the day that Weatherspoons end up on Deliveroo, I can see the company doing it for the pure idea of more money. But they won't without they won't. thinking of the operational ramifications. Yeah, but they won't do Deliveroo. They'll they'll hire themselves. I know what he's like. I, know, yep. I understand that guy. Mm-hmm. He'll use Deliveroo to start with, and then he'll do it himself. That's what he'll. That's what he'll do. I think. Do you know one thing that really shocked me was uh, a couple of months ago when we had a new co-op open in Chichester. Yeah. Just on the high street. Yeah. yeah. One of those little small ones. I saw that. They're on Deliveroo. And brilliant. that completely blew my mind. That's brilliant. <laughs> completely blew my mind. Yeah. That's wonderful. You can like buy ready meals off there. Deliveroo. It's bloody expensive, but hey, look, right. If you if you're if you're um really, really busy you need it. Yeah. um and you you know money isn't an issue. You just need something, right? You're gonna order it and get it delivered. I ordered on delivery a while back. I ordered like some some Thai food. It was really good actually from Chichester somewhere. It was really, mm. really good. I was quite surprised how good it was. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Like, you know, so really. I, I use delivery all the time. Like mm-hmm. embarrassing is too much. <laughs> hey, look, but, I don't care. I'm not here to judge you about your delivery, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, like I said, I used to work in a restaurant that used delivery. And the delivery riders, when they'd knock on my door and see me, and they're like, Oh, it's you. And I'm just like, Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, day off, yeah. And it's embarrassing because they they all know me by name. Classic. They all know where I live. <laughs> and they all know I order far too much food for what one human being should be able to consume. Classic. <laughs> I still do. Yeah, but all these things are gonna are gonna actually benefit the consumer. Yeah. Once 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 we get once we get like some sort of um delivery service like Deliveroo, once that merges with like people's shopping needs at boots or or whatever, or you know, other potential retailers, if if, if you merge those things together, yeah, it's gonna create a whole new type of delivery service, which is like you know, okay, this guy orders his food on a on a on a Monday, and he and he's and he's ordered like some things from a chemist, and he gets those on a Wednesday. But 
we're going to plug all that data in. And then, and then actually he, he's going to order a takeaway on Tuesday. Cause that's his normal, normal day. Um, so what are we going to do? We're going to wait until the next Tuesday. Cause we're going to know exactly what he actually really needs based upon his data that, that we could in theory plug into it. And then it's going to reduce, uh, emissions yeah because he's not going to leave his home yeah he's going to get things delivered when he needs them to be delivered by a trusted partner a delivery partner yeah yeah and whether those platforms will merge or not is a another matter uh, i can see there being like that retail delivery platform mm. of riders turning up to the store and yeah. just bolting it back and what you'll probably end up with is what happened with the food Delivery service. Uh, you look at different towns and cities across the country. Delivery got introduced, and you had delivery riders. Uber Eats then got introduced, and the riders who were signed up to Deliveroo signed up to Uber Eats, so they have more opportunities. And then just the there are some restaurants that run four or five different delivery platforms. Yeah, and eat, all the riders in the area signed up to all of them. Yeah, just eat with just eats good as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I'm quite excited about the future. I think that there's opportunity, but you need to just think and look for it, right? And work hard, right? It's, it's pretty simple, yeah? yeah? I work so hard right now, yeah? But it's like, it's, 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 paying, it's paying dividends, yeah? It's rewarding, you know? It's coming together. So, yeah, we'll get there. But look, I'm going to leave you to it. This is great, Adam, yeah? And um, it's, been, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.